Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners, with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast, hosted by Nikki Dare, is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of I Dare Inc., a registered 501c3, with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. I Dare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies, and decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Good to be here. Happy Wednesday. This is our weekly podcast, Leadership 365, with Nikki Dare. Aloha, buenos dias, comentalevous, ça va? Selamat pagi, semua kawan-kawan. Welcome to Leadership 365 with Nikki Dare, Leadership Sustainability, where empathy is our policy and saving lives. Transforming lives is our DNA, and taking action, you gotta have to take the action, is the umbilical cord to connect us, to grow stronger, to adapt in any challenges, setbacks that we may face. It is a podcast for those who aspire to be a sustainable leader, such as yourself, designed to inspire growth and impact for sustainability so you can create your best year of 365 days ever. So it is a podcast focused on leadership development, safety and preparedness education, transformational growth, and personal development for both areas in business and personal. It is a podcast that I initially designed to inspire leadership and create positive impact for a better tomorrow. Join us at podcast.nikidare.com to tune in to Leadership 365 and start creating your best year of 365 days ever. That po- that that website is it is a podcast.nikidare.com. podcast.nikidare.com. It's going to be a little bit different topic. Uh, I just want to sway us back into the uh, the, the the current event devastating event, tragic, uh, as caused by natural disasters, once again, uh, is in the region of United States still, is in Hawaii, Maui, to be exact. It's called Maui Fire, wildfire that we had just experienced. And those of you folks that, who live up there and who had vacation, vacationing um, and then experienced this devastation, I you know, want to send, my team and I want to send this um our thoughts and just our condolences of your losses and um, it's pretty truly heartbreaking just to watch this guys so the losses and devastation caused by this wildfire by fire in Maui had um, quite quite uh, saddened 
saddening and truly heartbreaking. The impact on the environment, the impact on communities and the people's lives is a stark reminder of the urgency to address climate change and promote effective urgency, promote these effective fire prevention measures and the urgency to to combat, you know, what we have been speaking about climate change, right? Um, on a side note, I'm not taking any political side on this one, stance on this one, because I know what I know. <laughs> I will speak what I experience. But this is the road to recovery will be challenging, as we already know, in any of natural disasters or any kind of disasters, man-made disasters or any kind of you know, type of disasters. It is important to come together, unite together, and support those affected in rebuilding their lives and also restoring the beauty of the island. And I just want to uh, make a podcast this week. And I think I'm going to have another podcast uh, inviting a guest speaker uh, who is very familiar in the community of disaster preparedness, a very good friend of mine. Um, and he's going to come on to the studio, virtual studio, and talk to you know, discuss this and talk to me about this. Um, I had some long, lengthy conversation the other day with him. Uh, very, very insightful. But uh, really, it is about standing strong together, right, after a disaster, after the Maui fires. And it is an important element, important segment, um, in, you know, not just preparedness, but also during what we experience and aftermath, the afterwards, right? Well, how are we gonna, how are we gonna, you know, stay resilient? Basically, how are we gonna stay, um, you know, exist and everything like that? So, guys, welcome to Leadership Three Six Five, uh, the show where we really dive deep into important topics that truly impact our lives. Uh, my name is Nikki Dare. Those of you who are just joining joining us, uh, sit back for the next you know, 20 minutes at, at least. Um, enjoy the show. If you uh, are really liking this show, the podcast, uh, leave us a feedback. If you don't like it, leave us a feedback too. <laughs> but either way, guys, hopefully it is insightful. Hopefully it's educational, informative for you all. And hopefully it will you know, uh, inspire you to take action to stay prepared, particularly on this episode that we're going to be discussing. Um, I want to just you know, talk about what we can learn from the Maui wildfires and how we can better equip ourselves for future challenges. So thank you for being here. Good morning, guys. Welcome back. Uh, here's an episode today, Standing Strong Together After the Maui Fires. Yes, we're going to be discussing that really briefly here. Let's turn down the music in the background. Welcome back, guys. I'm your host, Nikki Dare, and today we have an important detailed discussion ahead. We'll be diving in into this um, topic, which is very very close to my heart, disaster preparedness, uh, specifically looking at the lessons that we can learn from the devastating Maui wildfires. And this particular episode is about empowering you, uh, encouraging you, motivating you, um, all of that great stuff to be better prepared, to stay prepared if you are have already doing so. 
for any unforeseen disasters. Uh, not to worry. I know that I received email from um, from people that say, "Well, I haven't started yet. It's okay. I mean, you know, it's day one or one day, right?" So today we do have a crucial conversation ahead. So let's get started. Um, the first one that I want to talk about is understanding the impact of these Maui wildfires. So let's get a comprehensive understanding what or the reason of these um, disasters, uh, their impact on the community. The wildfires are not just about the destruction of these acres of land, but they also disrupted obviously lives and and homes sadly unfortunately right the this this Maui wildfires were a tragic definitely tragic event that caused significant destruction for both uh, natural landscapes and also communities thousands of acres uh, were burned homes were lost and unfortunately sadly people's lives were impenetrable and it's a stark reminder, I mean, it's, it's a very tragic and it's a reminder how important it is to be prepared and stay prepared for that unexpected. And it is a critical reminder of this unpredictable nature of disasters. All right, so in times of crisis, we often learn valuable lessons. And I want to just ask, you know, like I always do, key tick key takeaways from the um, from these uh, disasters from the Maui wildfires that we can apply for future to future disaster preparedness you know because we always look at you know some some things that something that's that came unexpectedly and then it's like you know we we gotta learn you know what are some of the key takeaways from this um, incidents that we can apply to you know, future events. First and foremost, it highlighted the importance of having a solid, solid emergency plan. And I, I don't know how I can emphasize more than that. More than that, it's like okay, go back to basic 101, the emergency plan. You know, your water, your food, your shelter, your everything. You just little items, emergency items that you, uh, I call it go-to bags that you can you can get your hands on, right? Um, I know that it may not save. You know, we cannot predict, obviously, the way I, you know, different depending on circumstances, depending on how the level of the uh, the intensity of these disasters. But something that to have, must have, is a solid emergency plan. And I'm, I'm going to go into that. This means not only knowing the evacuation routes, but also having a very well thought out family emergency plan in place. Um, this is something that's very... Uh, uh, got omitted, you know, got, got, got passed by, I guess, overlooked by a lot of families in the communities um, because everything, everything is depending on other people to save you. And then there is a quote floating around out there, and I always say it too in my workshops, mitigation workshops, like no one's going to come out to save you, even though that we, we do know first responders going to come out, right? But we're, we're outnumber them, basically. I mean, they can do so much. So we gotta have to be responsible for our own safety, our own lives, and we gotta have to have that well thought out family emergency plan in place. Whether you are a single person, you know, living by yourself, a solo, or you have husband and wife, you have a family of children with children, with pets, um, this, 
this is so incredibly important to have that. Um, additionally, community support and solidarity were key during this disaster. That was a takeaway. Neighbors helping neighbors is a testament to the strength of this close-knit community. Um, we almost have forgotten about that sense of solidarity uh, just because of the modern world that we live in, right? But I think when we have some type of disasters, this comes in naturally, I think. Uh, there's still a lot of a lot of good humans out there, right? Community support and solidarity uh, is so is so key in this kind of situation. Now, communication played a pivotal role, right? Timely and accurate information is a lifeline during any crisis. Um, this this also goes for apps. Um, you know, I, I want to go back to technology a little bit here because uh, some of these things can be um, can be pre-warned, right? Um, and, the, and then some of these things, if you do have the apps, the right apps, that is, um, you, you will be notified, right? Just like your, your finances, is <laughs> right? something that um, you, you set the alerts and it'll go back alert to you, prompted to you. Uh, you guys, most of you guys listening to this um, are, uh, if not, I want to say this, majority of your time probably spent on the phone, right? Looking at and uh, utilizing it properly, I hope. Local authorities and community leaders must ensure that information is disseminated uh, effectively, disseminated effectively, and distributed effectively. It's so important. Um, the the next segment that I want to touch on is strengthen strengthening preparedness. Moving forward, like we always want to take the key lessons to this, right? What have we learned uh, from here that we can take? Um, and then, you know, um, put that in our toolbox of knowledge and learning and resources. Discuss some actionable steps that you, as an individual, as a human, can take to enhance your disaster preparedness. And I'm, I'm always a believer that, okay, I'll look at it and I hear it. Um, thank God, knock on wood, doesn't happen in my region. And I'll look at some other, you know, unfortunate events, tragic incidents and things like that. And I'll look at it and listen to it. And, you know, really understanding it. It's like, what can we learn? What can I learn from this? And then just kind of increase some of the, the, the key lessons to your toolbox and enhance that level of your disaster preparedness. So start by creating a detailed family emergency plan. Like I said, if you are a family of two, family, you know, have a newborn or your, your, your children are already grown up, uh, they can also be a support system, part of the support system, especially them. Right, um, and then you have to include your pets, include your children, obviously, and include your pets as well. Uh, you must identify the safest meeting places for all of you to meet up in the event of disaster. Have a list of essential contacts. I know a lot of a lot of things right now on social media. Uh, they're so savvy. They have the features. They have the tools where you can mark yourself safe. I believe Facebook has that. Uh, that's what I've learned, I think, uh, during the, the fires last time in Southern California. Um, I, it was out of the blue. It's like, oh, okay, we have this feature now. Like, I don't use Facebook much. In fact, I don't. But I was giving them a thumbs up, giving that kind of feature for all of us in the emer emergency mode. So have a list of essential contacts outside that resources. Um, analog is, <laughs> is always good. I'm an old... I'm old school, so analog system would be good for me. Um, because technology, when it does, you know, it only it's only good technology when it does work. <laughs> when it doesn't work, and you go just frustrated. 
and make sure that everybody knows what to do, uh, where to meet up, uh, where it is, and have a plan B. If it, if it, you know, if that safe meeting place is not um, feasible anymore, then you guys, where do you guys meet, right? I always have a backup. That's just me. I, you know, you can have that safe meeting place just one. That's fine. But always, always, always to have a second, um, a second backup. Just, just my personal kind of <laughs> three cents there. Building an emergency kit is always crucial for me personally. It is. I don't know how many backpacks, go-to backpacks that I have. I know it might, I might not need it, but it's good to have, like cheap insurance, right? I also medical, little medical band-aids and medical necessities. You, you can buy these things, you know, pre-made, pre-assembled, uh, especially the medical thing, the first aid kits I'm talking about. You can go to the local CVS pharmacy, you can go to Walmart, you can order it online, uh, even go-to bags also. But here's the thing, I know there's a commonly asked questions out there during mitigation lectures, uh, mitigation workshops in my communities and I met with these people and then you know commonly asked questions I was like well I can spend now they're so expensive by the way and I can spend like about fifty dollars budgeted for fifty or a hundred dollars and I can have my go-to bag right and then you can order it online you know to your or, or get them at your really at their um, Home Depot or things uh, places like that but here's my my three cents in respond to the question it's always best to have your own personalized that you make yourself you know why because you remember what's in it and you will remember also um, when to add modify um, if you do insert include granola bars in there like some perishable or you know semi um, you gotta have to take it out you gotta have to eat it you gotta have to consume it right before it goes expired <laughs> and you have to modify it all the time and guess what once when you do that your brain will pick up your um, systematically and then say okay I know what I have in there and I gotta add delete remove modify things like that so I, I you know if you're listening to this uh, yes I do recommend it's okay to pre you know you buy purchase pre assemble bags pre-assemble emergency kits and things like that they all have it everywhere you know I can name a few I just said it Walmart Amazon you know things like that online um, and then also your local firefighters, you want to support them. I think, um, you know, I used to go to uh, down here in South Bay where um, I, I purchased quite a few, let's say, for my, um, for the audiences that show up at my workshop uh, as part of the, uh, the freebies. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, always like a local supporting local local firefighters uh, supporting local emergency first responders basically but you know sometimes they have that connected to there but yeah anyway um, going back I'm rambling and <laughs> going back to the topic consider uh, adding also in your emergency kit right um, non-perishable food water flashlights extra extra batteries extra batteries and duct tape it around your flashlights <laughs> believe me I know so <laughs> and you'll thank me later when you do when you do understand why you have to duct tape extra extra uh, around your flashlights and basic medical supplies like I said first aid kits um, if you if you're like me you have your um, <laughs> 
full shebang of uh, medical, you know, you, you include all of this cert one, cert two. If you're a member of that and you've taken those classes and courses, you know what exactly what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, you, you basic or advanced medical supplies and be sure you have that in, in, included in your emergency kits, emergency uh, preparation. Consider also adding important documents in there you know, like insurance policies and obviously in waterproof containers. Um, the way to do this is like Ziploc bags, also good. Uh, if you want to go and spend, budget it for, you know, like uh, waterproof containers, they have it all in, again, your local stores, uh, hardware stores, and also um, online Amazon stores and things like that, and places like that. Staying informed is equally vital. Follow local news, weather updates, alerts, like I said, from all these reliable sources, you know. Go with the NOAA, you know, uh, agencies like that. Go with the National Weather Services. Go with your local news, because that's kind of like, you know, very common sense. You know, it's only applicable to your region, obviously. Uh, you know, you're in New York, you're not going to follow California weather <laughs> news, right? You're in New York and follow the New York news, local news, weather updates and things like that. Know where to find your emergency information in your community, uh, like official websites, social media accounts and things like that. All of you, any of you that are listening to this and then you're a very social media person that you always spend most time there, y y you can find them. Y you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. All right. So... Let's take a pass. That was a good coffee break there. Take a, lot, a couple of sips for my uh, latte there. Okay, let's also discuss some emergency resources. Familiarize yourself with local emergency services such as the fire department. They're, they're great, great people, great humans, uh, superheroes uh, in uh, many, many ways. Police and medical facilities know their contact information and locations. You know, if I were to ask a question in a big room, you know, where we're doing mitigation lectures or workshop to the community, local communities here, and my question would be, how many of you raise your hands? If you don't want to raise your hand, that's fine, but no judgment here. How many of you know your local, your nearest to your home, to your work, right? From your work and from your house, your nearest hospital, your nearest fire department, your nearest medical facilities, and your nearest shelters, including animal shelter. shelter. So one by one, let me know, raise your hand. And there's not too many people raise their hands. That's okay. Uh, you know, it's always the first time to hearing that kind of question. So I'm inviting you, if you're listening to this, to familiarize yourself with your local, local emergency, um, you know, protocols, emergency places that you might need. You know, when disaster strikes, right? Your local emergency services, your shelters for evacuation, your fire department, your police. Know there also contact information, um, uh, all of this. And the way to do that, you can Google, you can go to your city hall, 
they have all kinds of resources there. And don't forget about emergency hotlines like 911 for immediate ass assistance. Now, I'm not really recommending that because as you may already experience the last, been a long time, decades ago, 1994 earthquake here in Southern California, Northridge to be exact, that 9-11 was really bottleneck, nobody can get through. Well, hello, everybody, everybody try to call 911, right? So, um, not unless you can get through, that's great. But if you don't get through, don't give up. Just do what you can to save your lives and loved ones. But for emergency hotlines, don't forget there is a you know, an option for that. Now for the communities, regular training exercises and collaboration with local emergency services and also nonprofit that does that. Hello, us, <laughs> for IDARE. We do that for your emergency disaster preparedness um, agency as well. Uh, believe me, guys, there are quite a few. Uh, mainly they're nonprofit and then also they are, you know, uh, open up for volunteer opportunities as well. But for communities, regular training exercises, collaboration, they do offer this for free. With local emergency services can significantly enhance your preparedness. And just so you know, and you can jot down this uh, website, idarecares.org, which is us. Uh, I'll go spell it for you. I-D-A-R-E-S. I'm sorry. I-D-A-R-E-C-A-R-E-S. Like idarecares.org. That's who we are. Okay, so idearecares.org. Reminder again, this includes knowing evacuation routes, having emergency kit, staying informed through reliable sources. Um, you know, there's a lot of alert apps available out there and reliable reliable sources, including the weather, you know, res resources such as NOAA, like I said, or since we're speaking about natural disasters, right, weather-related events or disasters, um, also national weather services, and th there's all kinds, and you have your local agencies as well, include them as well. So additionally, community solidarity was evident, was really clearly evident during this type of disasters. Neighbors helping neighbors, showcasing the significance of fostering strong relationship within the community, and that is vital, and I like seeing that. And I, I'm telling you, this is just something that disasters put humanity together and then there's no doubt about it so there's a question as well can you elaborate on the role of communication during disasters and how it influenced the response to the Maui wildfires I think I kind of um, answered that response already uh, reply that but absolutely communication is crucial once again this uh, the Maui wildfire showed us that having clear Timely information is very crucial, very essential for making those informed decisions. It's, it's so clear for that. Local authorities, community leaders as well, organizations need to ensure that information reaches everybody effectively, especially during these high stress situations. Um, there's nothing like strengthening your preparedness. Um, again, most commonly asked question the reason why i want to share with you some of these most commonly asked questions i depict those from just the conversation that i've had and also from the uh the email that we receive from our newsletters um so i just want to include that so another most commonly asked question during our local mitigation workshop here is this nikki so what steps can individuals and communities take enhance their disaster preparedness efforts as I've mentioned already, individuals can start by creating a family emergency plan 
gathering essential supplies, all right, emergency supplies, as much as they can, and staying informed about potential risks. I, I know some of you said it could be very expensive. I get it, but you know what? I've said this before. I think it was a couple of years ago. I said this before when pandemic hits. It's like everybody's like, you know, what can we, what can we have in our bags? We were to do it in ourselves, personalize our go-to bags. You know, guys, look around your house. You would be so surprised if those emergency items are already there inside your house. You already have them. Just look around and take inventory of what you have already. And believe it or not, you'll be surprised. Okay, so that's what I, my respond to that kind of questions. Like, hey, you know, I'm on a budget. I cannot afford because all of these um, emergency items can be very pricey. I, absolutely. I, I, I agree with you, right? Especially these days right now. I mean, we're in 2023. Inflation is so high right now. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Here in California, especially. Um, so look around the house, take inventory what you have already, and believe it or not, you'll be surprised. You'll see some of these emergency items already there for you. Include that in your emergency um, kits. Okay. So this community should also invest in, like I said before, um, regular training exercises, collaborating with local emergency services um, that foster a culture of preparedness that extends beyond just natural disasters. So we, the more we practice, basically, the, the more we train, we, we get better, right? That's what it says. <laughs> so uh, the resources I mentioned already, uh, familiarize yourself with local emergency services such as the fire department, the police department, medical facilities, shelters also, also animal shelters as well. Uh, I know that we have a couple animal shelters here, very local here, but the one that we, that's really, really a, uh, a major one is like about, I want to say about 30 minute drive, but there are a couple local ones here. But you know, you need to get to know them. You need to get to know these places. Uh, one of the, the best way is to, either you can Google it or you can go to your social media because the agencies are already on social media. Um, they have already have a built-in you know, system there. Um, and also um, City Hall. A city Hall is also the best bet, the best place that you can start from them. Know their contact information, know their locations. Don't forget about your hotlines like 911 for immediate assistance. Like I said, um, if there is a big, huge disaster uh, strike, uh, I stay away from it. Not unless you can go through, that's, that's great. But now for the communities, uh, regular training exercises and collaboration uh, with local emergency services, as I've mentioned it already before, can significantly enhance your level of preparedness. All right. Take a little pause here. Okay, I'm back. Oh my gosh, um, I had to take like three three sips of my, of my coffee here. Uh, it's a little bit running late. Okay, as we wrap up, here's your call to action. I always want to leave with call to action and key takeaways, right? So the call to action based on our discussion and lessons from this Maui wildfires, I want to leave you with a clear step. Start by developing your family's emergency plan. And if you're already prepared, 
good on you. Encourage everybody else. Encourage your co-workers, colleagues. Um, if you go to school, uh, you know, maybe share all this information with your schoolmates. Encourage your neighbors. Yes, your neighbors. Um, and friends, do the same. You know, I want to I include you guys this little piece of story. Actually, true story. It had happened when 9-11 strike, right? 9-11 strike um, unexpectedly. And in this neighborhood in mine, everybody came out. Everybody was like, you know, uh, here in the cul-de-sac. Everybody came out. Everybody got together. And we decided, all of us decided to have, you know, a, uh, a meetup like you know get to know the neighbors again which we already know each other it's it's, it's a nice place you know it's called the sack everybody knows each other and as we're talking discussing you wouldn't believe how many cert members there are already emergency uh first responders you know um a swat guy and most of these people here quite a few of people here are already a cert members certified cert members meaning cert any of you listening to this cert is an acronym for community emergency response team training and you know some of them already cert level three <laughs> a level two and i'm like oh wow <laughs> you know um my point moral of the story for that is you never know until you really meet these people you know other humans and to get to know them and really it's like oh my gosh you know you know how to save lives <laughs> you've got the background to save lives so um yeah knock on the door you know um encourage the neighbors and your friends to do the same um, you know developing their family emergency plan uh, knowing their evacuation routes and you know share with them encourage them to get to know where the hospitals where the uh you know the routes alternative routes if the route the same route that you go from and to uh, are, are, are no longer available for you right shut down so these are the things that I just want to share with you um, remember disaster preparedness is, is, is really a shared responsibility and your actions can truly inspire others to take it seriously uh, because a lot of people are just you know they they don't have this as a priority which is which is okay i don't blame them right it's like who, who wants to know about disaster preparedness you know every everything is hunky-dory right now but looking out the window yes there will be storm coming out as we already plan and expect it to be uh we are in the hurricane hillary uh this weekend this is august the third week of august and hurricane hillary already making its its way uh throughout baja and the, the you know gulf coast of mexico and coming to southern california basically and we were being warned already and then you know we're getting ready for some some rain rain heavy rain and expect a flood flood watch basically storm watch and flood watch and hurricane uh hillary is is uh weakened as we're speaking right now so moral to the story that i'm sharing with you is that don't wait prepare now because disasters won't wait and disasters, definitely disasters not going to say okay wait a minute <laughs> you know when disaster strikes uh, you better be prepared and uh, know how to do uh, throughout the disasters during the time and also you know getting through the recovery mode like what you know my wee fires right now going on so as we are bracing ourselves here in southern california for hurricane hillary and storms 
uh, watch and also rain, flood, all of the fun stuff coming after the hurricane dying down. Um, so this is exactly what I'm trying to say. So I am also preparing, planning to upload a share with you the podcast. Next podcast would be Hurricane Hillary and you know disaster preparedness in that area. So hopefully that you guys can also um, join me in that. So I'd urge everyone to recognize that disaster preparedness is a collective responsibility. Each one of us plays a role in ensuring the safety and resilience of our community. Um, start small, you know, just start that family's plan basically, right? And work together to make a preparedness a priority. By doing so, we can build a stronger, more resilient future. All right, here's a little small pause. Okay, as I conclude this episode today, remember that disaster preparedness isn't just a concept. It is a mindset that empowers us to face challenges head on. Let's learn from events like the Maui wildfires and work together to build, yes, a safer and more resilient future. Until next time, guys, stay safe and stay prepared, and I wish you well. Hope this message will help us understand the lessons. Uh, that we all can learn from the Maui wildfires and how we can better equip ourselves for any future challenges, weather related or non-weather related. So let's make preparedness a part of our daily lives and together we can build safer and more resilient future. After all, you know, staying prepared is truly a 365 days in a, in a year activity. And it should be a lifestyle. It should be like everyday kind of thing, right? Not being paranoid. Thank you for joining me in this in-depth conversation about disaster preparedness. Remember, it's not about living in fear, but it's about living with confidence that comes from being prepared. The lessons from events like the Maui wildfires can truly guide us towards a safer future. And in times of crisis, we have the unique opportunity to come together and strengthen the bonds that make our community so very special, guys. Let's continue the spirit of unity as we rebuild, standing side by side and supporting one another every step of the way. And here's a quote that I want to leave you. And some of you, I think, have heard this in the last episodes. But true leadership shines brightest when guiding through the storm. Inspiring hope amidst chaos and uniting hearts in the face of adversity. Until next time, stay safe and stay prepared. God bless. The losses and devastation caused by these recent Maui fires are truly, truly heartbreaking and such tragic. The impact on the environment and the impact on communities and the people's lives is a really, really a stark reminder of the urgency to address this climate change and promoting effective fire prevention measures in all forms. Uh, the road to recovery, as we already know, uh, will be very challenging. But it's important to come together and support those affected in rebuilding their lives and restoring the beauty of the island. And I wish you that you know, we must standing strong together after this devastating uh, disaster. And that I hope that this message finds you and your loved ones safe and resilient amidst all these recent challenges 
that the communities has faced a devastating impact of this Maui fires has really left all of us deeply saddened, but also shown us the power of unity and the strength that we draw from each other during times of crisis. And this is Nikki Dare. I wish you well and stay safe. Before we conclude, I share you with my last final thoughts. And first of all, I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. The devastating impact of Maui fires has left all of us all deeply saddened, but it also shown us the power of unity and the strength that we draw from each other during times of crisis. In the face of adversity, our community has demonstrated incredible resilience and incredible compassion, solidarity from lending helping hands yeah, strangers, volunteers, providing essential resources is gesture of support from those that we don't even know from strangers has reminded all of us here of the unwavering spirit that binds us together. As we begin the process of recovery and rebuilding, let us not forget the lessons that we all have learned and the importance of staying prepared for any unprecedented disasters that may come our way. So disasters like the Maui fires and many other disasters that all of us have gone through, a stark reminders of the urgency to be proactive in our approach to preparedness by staying informed about potential risks, creating emergency plans, and having those essential supplies on hand. Disasters, bags, supplies, emergencies, items, and everything that we equip ourselves to face unexpected challenges with greater confidence. Let us also remember the value of communication, reaching out to neighbors, and sharing resources, and ensuring that everybody in our community is well informed and supported. So in times of crisis, we have the unique opportunity to come together and strengthen the bonds that make our community so special. Let's continue the spirit of unity as we rebuild standing side by side and supporting one another every step of the way. And here's a quote that I want to share with you. True leadership shines brightest when guiding through the storm, inspiring hope amidst chaos and uniting hearts in the face of adversity. So are you ready to join hands and take action to ensure our community's preparedness for any future disasters? All right, that's all for me today. Until next time, please do check out some useful resources and links provided in disaster preparedness. Go to our nonprofit website, idarecares.org. Again, idarecares.org. A little bit about IDARE. Those who know me, I have been advocating this subject through my nonprofit called IDARE. Yes, it is 100% grassroots. It is our mission to live a sustainable life with integrity that embraces safety and disaster preparedness planning with adaptability, resilience, and empowerment through emergency management education. What is IDARE? IDARE is actually an acronym. An acronym that I have initially designed. Uh, it speaks for integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, empowerment. Yes, it is 100% grassroots, and our goal is to save lives by educating, mobilizing resources for disaster risk reduction and sustainability. The goal of IDARE's core programs are to raise awareness, educate, connect, and engage supporters, empower leadership, and power advocacy efforts. Learn more about this grassroots NPO, nonprofit organization, on their website, idarecares.org. All right, guys, 
That is all for today's episode of Leadership 365. Thank you for tuning in and we hope that you found today's discussion informative and helpful. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more insights and strategies on leadership and anything that your heart desire. I want to hear from you what is one thing that you have learned recently that has had positive impact on your life. You can always like hit me up on social media platforms. I'm always everywhere here. At Nikki Dare, uh, Twitter, at Nikki underscore Dare. Everywhere else on LinkedIn, Nikki Dare. Uh, Instagram, Nikki Dare. Uh, what else? Clubhouse, Nikki Dare. Everything. I'll share anything good that gets sent in. Don't forget to subscribe my YouTube channel, at Nikki Dare. <laughs> and also, I Dare. I Dare Cares, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you can always Google YouTube channel for idea. And if you do listen in iHeartRadio or Spotify to subscribe to my channel and leave me some comments and feedback. You know how feedback are. Feedbacks are. Feedback are really, truly gifts for me personally. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Leadership Podcast. Join us at podcast, podcast.nikidare.com. Tune in to Leadership 365 and start creating your best year of 365 days ever podcast.nikidare.com podcast.nikidare.com stay vigilant stay safe until next time sabi jumpa everybody god bless you have been listening to nikki dares radio a podcast of sustainability with your host ms nikki dare nikki dares life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation both personal and professional to learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nikidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, nikidare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at nikidare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.